The following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op, in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to Growing Business and Community, a podcast of the Upward Niagara Chamber of Commerce. I'm Jennifer Pauly, president of the chamber, and kicking and screaming, <laughs> I literally pulled Suzanne Raby, my coworker, director of finance at the chamber, into my van pretty much 20 minutes before we were leaving, uh, pulled her in and said, you're joining me today on the podcast. <laughs> Welcome, Suzanne. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> now, she was nervous. She, she was nervous. She's like, what am I doing? What am I getting into? I have into? no script. We don't need a script. We never use a script. We talk about all kinds of fun things, chamber, especially uh, this weekend's a busy weekend. And I told her, I said, doesn't matter. Just come. You can come sit at the podcast. You'll know where to go when I can't host the podcast. Suzanne and yeah, I. Okay. <laughs> come on. You can't. It's easy. It's Suzanne, really easy. Suzanne and I used to host Roam the Region together yeah. during COVID. And it was a webisode. I think we were bored. How did we start that? We were missing each other because we, we were. were gone. We were apart for the office was closed. Everything was shut down. Yes. It was almost a month. Yes, that's right. I forgot about that. And so we had video, started to do a video chat, and then we recorded it. And then when we were able to be in the office together six feet apart, we started recording even more webisodes. Yes. We were very consistent. We didn't think anyone was watching it. No. And then, lo and behold, we would miss a week, and we would get comments, where are Asking you guys? where we were. Where are you? So we have something here, Suzanne. It was the yoga edition. That's you know what? what? I think that's what it was. It was. So we started that as Roam the Region. We're so happy to evolve this into a podcast where we have different – we've had different guests on. We've talked about chamber things. We did have a short hiatus of no podcasts for the past couple of weeks. And why is that? We've been busy. What we've have we, been busy. What have festival we been doing? Festival after festival. Oh, my gosh. It started with preparation for the Jazz Festival, which was held the end of August. And it's always the fourth weekend of August, so it comes the same time of the year every year. But it's a tough time of the year. It's the end of summer. It's back to school for my children. It is just a, a time of routine coming back into the schedule. And it is the start of the fall festival season. So we went from the, the jazz festival into the peach festival, which our chamber doesn't run the peach festival. But the week of the Peach Festival, we had phone calls. We were answering mm -hmm. general information. Um, our our office is in the corner of where the Peach Festival happens. I volunteer with the Kiwanis Club. So it was a busy weekend for that, back to school. And then now we are in the week of preparation for the Harvest and Hops Festival. So why do we do this to ourselves? <laughs> and we have a blender. Oh, no, I think we canceled that. Oh, we canceled that. the we took blender. took that one off. We have we our awards that one dinner. Off. Awards dinner, small business day, Christmas, Christmas walk. walk. We, we your birthday. My birthday, yes. Our Your anniversary, Five. 14 years. Yep, your anniversary, 20, 28 years. 28 years. Ooh, starting to show my age. So we've got a lot of things coming up at the end of this year the fourth quarter is always heavy full of a lot of things that benefit the region we do a ton of stuff this quarter that 
provides a huge economic impact to the region. Jazz Festival, wow, it was the largest festival I think we have had yet to date of that festival. Mm -hmm. Last year, we thought it was a large crowd. This year, I don't know where the people came from, but they filled that street and it was it was a beast. It was a big it was a big crowd this year. It was. And same thing with for the Peach Festival, great weather. This weekend the Harvest and Pops Festival, it looks like the weather's going to be amazing. It's going to be nice this weekend and low humidity. Do you remember I think it was 2017 or, or 18? It was 90 something degrees, 95 degrees, 90% humidity. It was the hottest day on record of that summer. It was during the Harvest and Hops Festival. We had vendors suffering from heat stroke. stroke. We had candles melting. We had to move some vendors across the street. We did. The baked goods were melting. It was... The Kona Ice Man, he made a lot. He made a kill on that weekend. So that that festival wasn't very harvesty. It felt very... Like middle of I, summer. It's going to be brisk in the morning, though, so it will feel harvesty. It will. That's the, per, the the perfect type of weekend for us, and so we're looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. We can't control weather, so no. that is the one thing that we're always wondering what's going to happen. Last year, we had a complete rain out on the Sunday of the festival, yes. so it'll be nice to have uh, two days of, per, of just the perfect weather and great time on Center Street. So let's talk a little bit about our Lewiston Harvest and Hops Festival It is this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, from 10 to 5, both days. Suzanne and I have been a part of this festival. I'm celebrating 14 years in October, so together, you know, for all that time. And it has changed over the years. So it started off as a craft festival Mm -hmm. where we did not close the street. It was held on the space between the curb and the sidewalk. And it was very successful that way for uh, decades But what had happened is we started to grow the festival and you couldn't walk the the sidewalk safely. So we had to make a decision to close the street. And when we did that, we changed the name to the Harvest and Hops Festival. We incorporated craft beers and wine on the street. And from that point on, it just grew. Mm -hmm. So now we have this really nice two-day festival with the street closed on Center Street from 4th to 7th Street and vendors lining up and down the street. We have a farmer's market. What else do we have? Entertainment. We have entertainment. We have children's activities. I'm excited for the Rough Rock. The mining Mining. Vendor. Yes. Mining vendor. Yes, where kids can mine their yes. own gems. Uh, Shenandoah Acres is our petting zoo. They will be at Hennepin Park both days from noon to 4. We also have this the Saturday of the festival from 1 to 4, we have the Tim Britt Band performing at the Brickyard. Brickyard's our major sponsor, our presenting sponsor, and they, I'll tell you, they, they have really done something amazing this year. They have collaborated mm-hmm. with a few other breweries in making a special brew for the weekend. And the other breweries that are at our festival will also be selling that special brew, so we can't wait for that. But the Tim Britt Band will be performing on the Brickyard patio upstairs. So music will kind of go all throughout the festival. It'll be great. This year, we also have sponsored and hosted by National Grid, Electrify Lewiston. So they had done this last year, but it was a Mm -hmm. separate event. And we met with National Grid and Michael Hibbard from Gallo and said, why don't you hold this event during the Harvest Festival? We already have a crowd of people there. It'll be a nice addition. So that is also happening on Saturday from 1 to 4. 
primarily at Gallo. It spills out into uh, the Village Hall with a variety of electric vehicles. I know there is the Tesla Cub coming out to show off their vehicles as well. So we have a lot of things going on. Farmer Tom. Farmer Tom. Oh, I love Farmer Tom. Farmer Tom. He's also coming. He sings songs from the farm both Saturday and Sunday. We've been having him back for a number of years number because of years. he changes his his mm-hmm. little gig pretty much every year. That's cute. He's more for the, the children. Um, we also have, let's see, let's talk about our vendors. The types of vendors that we have range from craft vendors to artisans to jewelry vendors. Bill's theme. Bill's themes. That's a huge, huge, huge thing. We actually had to cap the amount of vendors yes. that we had selling the Bill's themed items as well as we capped our jewelry items because we can't have too many of those. So we really make it a, a There's something know. for everybody. Right. We make it unique. Mm-hmm. We have a few vendors that make pens. Uh, we have, we have some um, pet, pet apparel. Yes, that goes over really Frank's really going to get his jacket again. Yes. The jacket he needs. Toe Ring Creations. She's back. She's a favorite of yes. our festivals. Trying to think of oh, who else Adam's is apple. Oh yes, cannot come to the harvest without, without getting, getting your Adam's apple. Yes, and he is placed right near the Village Bake Shop yes. and the former Rose Hanger uh, Shop, right by Hennepin Park, right by the Petting Zoo. Petting Zoo. I'm telling you, Adam's apple makes. What do they do? They make a certain number of candied apples that they're going to sell that weekend, yes. and they sell them out. Completely, completely on Saturday by the end of the yes. day. So they have to go back home and remake a whole nother batch of their apples, apples. to sell at Sunday. Yes. If you do not get them first thing in the morning, Saturday morning, I can't guarantee. Can't and guarantee they're usually done by 2 o'clock on Sunday. They are. They have to pack and up their table. And we make them sit. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> pack up wait. their table, but they have to sit and wait until the festival is done and tell people they ran out. Yes. Uh, but they are... They are probably the highlight of my my weekend. Mm-hmm. I cannot leave until I get an Adam's apple. They also make the uh, chocolate peanut butter cups that are the oh, size. Oh yeah, you put them in the freezer. They're so they're good. Huge. They're so good. They're like big, like that. yes, they're huge. So so I can't yeah. wait to to do that. Usually Suzanne and I are busy setting up, getting everything together. We stop by the booth and we say we'll be back. And then what happens by the end of the day? You're like, oh, no, no, we got to run and get our candied apples. They are definitely one of our favorite favorite vendors. We also have some food vendors this year that range from a little bit of everything. We have kettle corn. um, We have a slushy vendor. We have some wineries, Brickyard Brewing Company, of course, uh, Wandering Gypsy Brewing Company, Brewed and Bottled. But we also have Island Wraps, Avenue 29 Foods, we also Yo, have Yokosabas, and I think we're missing we're missing Casa somebody. Antica. Casa Antica with the rice balls. The They're rice always balls. on the corner, and a few other vendors. Oh, that the will be. Boy Scouts are selling their chowder. That's right, and seize the day. We'll seize the day. His seafood bisque. So there's a lot of opportunities for people to find what they want to eat. Lots of opportunities for you to sit and people watch too. This yeah. festival is run completely by the chamber. And one of the things that we decided to do a few years ago was create little little pockets of mm-hmm. places where you can sit and enjoy your food and relax and people watch. And it's it's been really beneficial for it's both cool. of our, our vendors and just attendees coming in. They really like the feel of the festival. 
Suzanne and I are there at 5 in the morning on Saturday, just closing down the street, getting our vendors in. So the vendors move in from about 6.30 until 9.30, and then the festival begins at 10. So there's no vehicles on the street from 10 until, actually 10, uh, 5 in the morning until about 7 to 8 Sunday night. But, you know, it's really a walkable, walkable festival. We try to not have dogs on the street. Yeah. It's The pavement gets hot, hot. a lot of stimulation. It's a lot of people. Right. But... You know, there's room for you to bring your strollers, your wheelchairs. It's accessible. And the farmer's market area will be located at 5th Street. So if you're looking to find your pumpkins or mums or fresh produce, that is where you want to want to visit. We have some of our vendors there that come every year. Henry Farm Market. Sanger Farms. Sanger Farms. Bees. Aran's Bees. They are definitely yes. staples um, that, that are there every single year. Also, Three Sisters Garlic will be there. They now have a storefront on Center, on Center Street. Street. Yeah, Next so to you can bottled. go to the storefront or, or see them at the farmer's market. We also have some sponsors that we just wanted to thank. Besides the Brickyard Brewing Company, who is our presenting sponsor, we want to thank Modern Disposal Services, Niagara Falls Bridge Commission, Niagara County, Wandering Gypsy Brewing Company, Island Wraps, Renewal by Anderson, and Leaf Filters. So they help support this festival. They help with the marketing of the festival, with the ability for us to hire live music for the festival, the petting zoo for the, the children. We also do the tables and chairs throughout the festival. They Their sponsorship helps make that happen. Um, this year we also put out some really great photo opportunities for you to take photos with hay bales and mums and really make it a really feel-good festival, I guess you would say. The first year we decided to do that, we thought, are we crazy? Here we are pulling out, you know, bales Moms. of straw all over the place, thinking, what are we doing? What are we doing? But as soon as we saw families with their kids taking pictures next to them, we said, all right, all right I guess we have to do this every year. Uh, what else, what do we miss about this festival? I don't. Well, how about volunteers? We volunteers. volunteers. We could always use some volunteers. Yes. So who wants to get up early? Who wants to do it? Well, we'll give you a Village Bake Shop breakfast sandwich. Yes. How about that? If and you, some coffee. Yes. If you come volunteer in the morning, we will give you a breakfast sandwich. Now, the caveat is you need to be there at 630 in the morning. 630 in the morning. 630 until 930. So it's not, it's not too long. heavy no. of a lift. And what happens is you help us get the vendors into their spot. They receive a 10 by 10 space. It's all clearly marked out. Pretty easy job. When it's all done, you'll get a nice breakfast sandwich and know nice. that you helped our chamber. Now, the other time that we also need help, yes. though, is Sunday evening. Sunday. Sunday at Fest 5 o'clock. Festival ends at 5. And I'll tell you, our vendors are pretty good about taking down yes. right at 5 o'clock. So we need help. Packing those vendors up, opening up our barricades, making it safe for the, the permitted vehicles to leave the festival grounds. And I have to say, generally, we are picked up. The last vendors usually left by 7 o'clock. We have to First. open the street by 8, and we're always an hour ahead of hour time ahead. because of the efficiency of our staff and our volunteers. We get them off that street and get that street wide open. Mm -hmm have to say we also hire some extra staff for this festival and shout out to our garbage crew who really makes it yes makes a difference they they make it look like there has been no festival on the street so that's our goal by the end of the the weekend can't believe it's already here it's already here 
It really is. It's one of the favorite festivals of the year. It's laid back. You know, Start your Christmas shopping. Yes. Actually, a lot of the, the, the vendors that do, I guess, the best, I would say, would be our craft vendors that have seasonal mm-hmm. holiday items. Every year I get my centerpiece. You do. You and get my a, wreath for the door. Yes, you get a Halloween-type yes. centerpiece yes. and then a wreath for outside of your apartment yep. door. And usually I usually get my apples, some type of holiday decor. I usually pick up a piece of jewelry and then maybe a candle or two mm-hmm. you know something that's very seasonal yeah. my kids have already saved up their money to go around and spend their own money which is what we want not only does the vendors you know are not only are they on the street so we have 100 and how many do we have we have 114 vendors 114 vendors and then our farmers, farmers market. market so it's not as big as the art festival we don't go all the way down mm-hmm. to eighth street but it's a really nice festival mm-hmm. between fourth and seventh street full of vendors but not only do we have that but our shops are open as well on center street so they do really well this weekend because it's a festival that i think we've created the type of festival where people can come and it's easy to see the vendors but then it's easy to go to the sidewalk and you know really shop inside the shops that are on center street make a reservation or eat some lunch at apple granny spicy pickle brickyard you know, those are the, the places that are open during the day, and the festival just kind of feeds off each other from mm-hmm. vendors into our, our businesses. Now, of course, once the festival ends, the street is still closed on Saturday night. So if you're, you have a reservation at one of our restaurants on Center Street, you are going to have to park in some side parking and do a short little walk to Center Street for Carmelo's or Casa or Apple Granny, I'm trying to think of who else is on our festival grounds at you may have reservations or gallo um, those are the businesses that are are affected for evening dining services but mm-hmm. short walk no really and a short nice. walk um what else are see this is easy oh Suzanne. it's great it's easy come on yeah. it's easy so i think i don't know i think you need to join us every single time we do this <laughs> maybe i'll have you lead the yeah. next one with you know with the way that we we do our podcast see it's we don't even know what we're doing, so it's just we have no key. idea. No, you know what you're doing. I do I'm not. just sort of winging it. <laughs> Suzanne has been. With I have the no team. script. Oh, I, had no, I didn't have my makeup done Wait, beforehand. I don't even have a strip, script. This is just the information I didn't want to want to forget. Um, she's been here 28 years, Whew. so she knows pretty much everything. And I was just telling Rich this morning that, you know, no, I didn't tell her she was going to be on no. this. I pretty much said, all right, you're coming with me. She's Everything I've done in my career, it's because you've made me at the last minute. <laughs> I know if I tell you and give you too much There's no planning ahead of time, you will say no and you'll figure out a way not to do it. Yes. So I've learned my lesson. All I need to do is say, this is what we're doing. Get in the van. I'm driving you. It's easy. Don't worry about it. It's fine. That way I give you no time to get no, nervous, no time to say no. You don't even know what's going on. I had no clue. Just throw you in the van and we go. And actually, I think that's how we started our webisodes is, you know, Suzanne, just turn on your camera. Just turn just on your camera. <laughs> you called me on my cell phone because we were still in lockdown. Yes. And turned on, You, I thought we were doing a Zoom meeting. Right. And instead, yeah, I said, the well, whole... we're, we're live. I don't know. Live. We'll see if somebody We were excited, though. We had like four viewers. We did, that first one. And then we went up to 28. Yeah. I remember. My and... mom, your dad. Yeah. I think those were part of the first four viewers. Kevin Cabello. 
and I don't remember who else, but our yes. first, our fan club was and David Haba kicked yes. in. Those yes. four people started our fan club, and then mm-hmm. after that, it went. Well, I think one of our our selling points of this weekend is listen. You can buy your craft item, your seasonal item, drink a beer down the street, street. or your favorite wine from your you know from a winery, and really enjoy the historic. Just the atmosphere of Lewiston. That's the selling point of this weekend. Mm -hmm. It's a family festival. It's family friendly. It is for all ages, something for everybody. We've got great music, especially on Saturday. From 1 to 4, Tim Britt Band is a great band, and they draw draw a crowd. And they'll be on top of the Brickyard Brewing Company. Yes, which is where you want to be. So it is a low-key event, you know, Bring your family, something for them to do. The Wildlife Festival at uh, the Power Authority is actually happening the same weekend. So if you wanted to make a weekend out of it, you could do Saturday at the Harvest Festival, Sunday at the Wildlife Festival, or hit up both in one day. It's actually just, what, a mile a mile and a mile half away from the village So uh, is Naipa. So make this the weekend of coming to visit the village of Lewiston. It's a great weekend. Probably one of my favorite festivals. I do like this festival. It's 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 just a fun festival. Mm-hmm. We spend our money at it. We wake up at a reasonable time and go to bed at a reasonable yes. time, and really have a great um, a great weekend. So join us this weekend at the Lewiston Harvest and Hops Festival, September twenty third and twenty fourth. It's put on by the chamber, and presented by Brickyard Brewing Company. We hope to see you 10 to 5 both days in the village of Lewiston on Center Street. Just beware that Center Street is closed when you get into the village at 7th Street, but there are detours along the way to help you find some parking. We hope to see you both days. If you have any questions, call us at the office. Actually, call Suzanne at the office, <laughs> 754-9500, or visit our website, upwardniagara.com. And again, we thank you for joining us on this episode of Growing Business and Community. Sorry for the, you know, the lag in the past couple weeks. I couldn't get Suzanne to come here to do it herself. So we had to uh, put a little hold on the podcast, but we are back. Next week, Suzanne will host this by herself. (laughs) Just kidding. Oh, Jennifer. Just kidding. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you next week.